Hi, everybody. Happy Thursday. Al is tracking two major weather stories. Yeah, even more record heat. And now we've got a dangerous hurricane. It is September 7th. This is today. Extreme weather. Those brutally high temperatures now stretching from Arizona all the way to Maine. More schools closing today while Lee churns in the Atlantic set to rapidly intensify into a powerful Category 4 hurricane. So where's that storm headed? Al has everything we need to know. Headed for indictment, Hunter Biden expected to face criminal charges in the coming weeks after the collapse of his plea deal with federal prosecutors. Just ahead, what the special counsel is saying and the potential impact on President Biden's reelection campaign. Daring escape, new video showing the brazen moment a convicted murderer broke free from a Pennsylvania prison. The guards taking nearly an hour to realize he was gone. The growing questions they're now facing with that fugitive still on the run one week later. Springsteen sidelined. Music icon Bruce Springsteen puts his tour on hold. What he's revealing about his health and a very personal message to fans. Those Stories Plus, today exclusive. Fresh off her record-breaking eighth national championship, Simone Biles joins us live for her first interview since her big comeback. So as she decided to go for gold at the Paris Olympics, we'll ask her. And countdown to kickoff. The NFL season getting underway just a few short hours from now. The defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs, facing off against the Detroit Lions. We'll get you ready for the big game as fans from coast to coast get set to welcome back football today, Thursday, September 7th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Well, good morning. So good to see you. Welcome in. Uh, so glad you're with us. It is a busy, busy Thursday morning. It's going to be a busy Thursday night because when I hear that music, yeah. it's, it's, it's football. It's football We're season. back. Get, okay, here's Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. The defending champ Chiefs take on the Lions. Come Kay- on. Yeah, Kaylee Hartung's there. Mike Tirico. They're all in position ready for the big game yeah. tonight. We know it's fall when football comes We're out. ready. By the way, I want to show you this once again. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to even fathom this. Newly released security video revealing just how that inmate escaped from a Pennsylvania prison last week. Watch this as the now fugitive positions himself between those two walls and then scales right up them, a move that appears to be Rather quick and effortless for him. Well, the manhunt's still on this morning. We've got a full report. But we do want to start this morning with that oppressive heat wave. Another day of record high temperatures on tap across a huge part of the country. Some schools once again being forced to close or have early dismissals. Temperatures 20 degrees above average in some areas. And meanwhile, we've got Hurricane Lee gaining strength in the Atlantic, expected to become a major hurricane by tomorrow. The exact path and timing still uncertain. And all this keeping Al, real busy. Al, what do you see? Well, guys, good morning and good morning to you. And it is a rough morning heat-wise, stretching from Phoenix all the way to New England. 69 million people impacted by heat advisories and heat warnings. So it's going to feel like 104 degrees in D.C. today, 98 in Montgomery, 107 in New Orleans, Wichita, 94. This cooler air over the Great Lakes is going to be making its way east. So Chicago today, you're going to be 71 degrees. That's a real relief. Nine degrees below average, 80 in St. Louis. 
Then for tomorrow, the heat stays on in the east. 99, it's going to feel like in Philadelphia. 99 in Jacksonville. Dallas, the heat index 107, 105 in Del Rio. But here comes that cooler air. Cleveland, Milwaukee, St. Louis, and Lexington all below average. By into next week, nice and comfortable. Buffalo, Boston into the upper 70s to low 80s, mid-70s in Pittsburgh. Washington, D.C. will be in the low 80s. But unfortunately for our friends down south from Mobile all the way to San Angelo, Corpus Christi, and even further west, either triple digits or high 90s. Now to Lee, right now, a Category 1 storm. It's 965 miles east of the northern Leeward Islands, 80-mile-per-hour winds. It's slowing down a little bit, northwest at 13. By tomorrow morning, it's a Category 3 storm. By Saturday morning, it's a Category 4. And by Tuesday, you can see it's out there in the western Atlantic. Here's the, the, the what we call the spaghetti plots. This takes it into midweek, perhaps the Bahamas, perhaps Bermuda, but... The European model goes out into next weekend and take a look at this. It could be anywhere from Nova Scotia into New England. So again, seven to 10 days, still a lot of time. We're going to have to just continue to watch this, but a major hurricane could be threatening. And even if it doesn't hit guys, we're talking about rip currents from Miami mm-hmm. all the way up into New England, mm-hmm. dangerous rip currents and beach erosion. So one way or the other, Lee is going to have an impact along the Eastern seaboard. All right, Al, thank you very much. Also this morning, there are new legal troubles for Hunter Biden looming. The special counsel who's been investigating the president's son intends to seek an indictment against him by the end of this month. NBC senior legal correspondent Laura Jarrett here with the details. Hi, Laura. Good morning. Hey, Savannah. Good morning to you. That federal investigation into the president's son that has stretched on for nearly five years is now on the verge of a critical news stage with Republicans demanding more action while prosecutors race against a ticking clock. This morning, a criminal case against the president's son moving full steam ahead. Newly tapped special counsel David Weiss revealing prosecutors intend to seek federal charges against Hunter Biden by the end of this month, potentially setting the stage for a trial in the midst of his father's reelection bid. The precise charges are unclear, but this comes after Hunter Biden's legal team and the Justice Department failed to close a plea deal over the summer that would have allowed him to avoid prison time. The government was up against a clock. It had to charge within a certain amount of time. Prosecutors had accused Hunter Biden of illegally buying a gun while using drugs and failing to pay his taxes on time. But once a judge questioned the deal, Biden pled not guilty. It's possible now, since the plea agreement has collapsed, that Mr. Biden could be charged with more serious offenses. Biden's attorneys say their client is upholding his end of the deal to avoid prison on at least the gun charge, arguing in a statement the agreement prevents any additional charges from being filed. If two parties make an agreement and sign the agreement and submit the agreement and in open court say they have an agreement, then they have an agreement. The president has tried to distance himself from the criminal allegations against Hunter, but has also defended his son when asked. My son's done nothing wrong. Republicans on Capitol Hill, meanwhile, underwhelmed by news of an indictment. He's just going to get slapped on the wrist from the judge. And so the GOP investigations press on, focused on Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings, trying to connect the president to some alleged wrongdoing by his son. Investigating the Bidens is like tracking a bleeding bear through a snowstorm. There's evidence everywhere. A former business associate of Hunter Biden recently told lawmakers that he believed Hunter provided an illusion of access to his father, but he had no knowledge of any wrongdoing by the then vice president. 
As for what comes next on the legal front, now that prosecutors have submitted their update to the judge on their intent to move forward with these charges, the case could be in the hands of the grand jury very soon if it isn't already, Savannah. All right, big question here, because we knew about the tax charge and the, and the gun charges potentially uh, being indicted here. Could this indictment, whenever it comes, be wider ranging than that? After all, this prosecutor has been looking into Hunter Biden's business dealings, particularly overseas, for five years now. So could we see other charges? I think everything is on the table and prosecutors have signaled as much. As Remember, that's why the plea deal fell apart in the first place, because prosecutors weren't willing to rule out perhaps going there on the foreign business dealings. And that, honestly, Savannah, is the far greater severity, much more serious in terms of the legal jeopardy he could be facing, as opposed to some tax tax misdemeanors, if he's actually charged with violating the Foreign Registration Act related to that, that could be far more serious. But there is a ticking clock here for prosecutors. We have to remind folks that. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because there's a statute of limitations. So is this now or never for the prosecutors for any charge against Hunter Biden, essentially? Potentially. A lot of the charges he's facing face that five-year statute of limitations, and they're up against the clock. I think it actually runs out in October as it relates to the gun charge. And on the foreign business ceiling, that, too, has a five-year charge, just depending on when the last bad act was. So we'll see where this goes. But it's interesting. At least prosecutors have not been willing to rule out anything. All right, Laura, we will continue to watch it. Thank you very much. Also this morning, the search for a dangerous fugitive near Philadelphia is now entering its second week as the search unfolds. Newly released video showing the moment he escaped by climbing between two walls. NBC's George Solis has been following the story from the start. George, good morning. Oda, good morning to you. Yeah, new revelations in this investigation, frankly, leading to more questions. We now know there was a guard inside of the watchtower here at the Chester County Prison at the time of the escape, but the inmate still wasn't reported missing for nearly an hour. Now the search is expanding as the public is continued to ask for help. As the intensifying manhunt for fugitive murderer Daniello Cavalcante enters its second week. We're committed to the search and we will find him. Officials releasing this video of his daring escape describing how he scaled a wall before pushing his way through razor wire. You guys have had access to this video. You saw this. Why did it take so long to alert the public of how he escaped? There was a simultaneous investigation into the prison escape, and today was a day that we believed we needed to bring in the acting warden to address the public about how he escaped. The prison says it took almost an hour for officers to realize that Cavalcante was missing. At 9.50 a.m., the prison was locked down. By 10.01 a.m., the public escape siren had sounded, and the 911 center had been notified. Prison officials say it was the same route another convict used to flee the same prison in May before being quickly apprehended. Authorities say consultants were brought in after that May escape and security measures were updated, including the addition of the razor wire. We only focused on the physical infrastructure and not necessarily human element. Bill Latour is a retired Pennsylvania state police sergeant who has worked on similar cases at the prison and now specializes in security. Security measures, they don't eliminate risk 100 percent. The convicted killer, who was serving a life sentence for fatally stabbing his ex-girlfriend, navigating rough terrain for days, leaving some residents and local business owners at a loss. Everybody's afraid, so we're very upset. 
Now, the county's acting warden says that that officer stationed in the guard tower at the time of the escape has been placed on administrative leave. Meanwhile, the reward for any information that leads to Cavalcante's capture is now up to $20,000. Hoda. All right, George Solis Forrest there in Westchester, Pennsylvania. George, thank you. Now to the mounting health concerns that surround Senator Mitch McConnell. After freezing at two public events in just two months, he's now vowing to stay on as minority leader and complete his Senate term. NBC's senior Capitol Hill correspondent Garrett Hake with the latest on this. Garrett, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning. In his first press conference since his most recent health scare, McConnell deflected questions about their cause and about his diagnosis. The 81-year-old senator insists he has no plans to step down as Republican leader and says he will finish his current Senate term. But those questions about his health are not going away. With growing concerns over his health, today the Senate's top Republican, Mitch McConnell, is digging in. Well, I think Dr. Monahan covered. We'd like to hear from you. I know you are hearing from me. Pressed by reporters about the cause of his two freezing episodes in two months, McConnell pointed to letters from the Capitol's attending physician that ruled out a seizure disorder, movement disorder, or stroke, suggesting the incidents were the results of lightheadedness and possibly dehydration. What have doctors said is the precise medical reason for those two freeze-ups? What Dr. Monahan's report addressed was concerns people might have that some things that happened to me did happen, but they didn't. And really, I have nothing to add to that. I think he pretty well covered the subject. McConnell also brushing off questions about whether he might step down. I'm going to finish my term as leader, and I'm going to finish my Senate term. After suffering a concussion and a broken rib during a fall in March, the 81-year-old senator experienced his first freeze-up in July. Bipartisan cooperation and a string of uh, uh, last week, a second health scare at a Kentucky news conference. Did you hear the question, Senator? Unresponsive for more than 30 seconds, he was eventually led away by staff. All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Most Republicans are rallying around McConnell, saying he addressed the health scare at a private lunch Wednesday while not taking questions. McConnell's not going to resign. That's not going to happen in your or my natural lifetime, whether you like it or not. But some GOP senators say they still have questions. But with my medical background, this is not dehydration. There's something else going on. McConnell has privately told other senators that the recovery from that concussion in March has been difficult. It's more detailed than he's given in his public remarks. But the questions and the concerns about his health will surely continue through what's shaping up to be a very busy month ahead on the Hill. Savannah. All right, Garrett Hake, thank you very much. 714, Craig joins us now. Some major news from the music world, Craig. Yeah, Hoda Savannah, good morning. Good morning to you as well. We're talking about the boss because Bruce Springsteen, has just announced that he's taking some time off and postponing a string of upcoming concerts. NBC's Ann Thompson is here with some details. And good morning to you. Good morning, Craig. There is no joy on E Street this morning. The 73-year-old Springsteen was scheduled to perform tonight in Syracuse, part of his 2023 world tour that includes more than 50 venues. But this morning, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer says doctors have advised him to cancel his next eight shows due to an ulcer. After rocking out in his native New Jersey just days ago, 
Bruce Springsteen shared surprising news overnight that he's being treated for symptoms of peptic ulcer disease and that his doctors advised him to postpone the remainder of his September shows. The 73-year-old rock and roll legend adding in a statement, over here on E Street, we're heartbroken to have to postpone these shows. Thank you for your understanding and support. We've been having a blast at our U.S. shows and we're looking forward to more great times. We'll be back soon. This isn't the first time the boss has had to reschedule shows this year due to illness. In March, the Born to Run singer canceled performances in Connecticut, Ohio, and New York. And just a few weeks ago, he missed two shows in Philadelphia, citing an unspecified illness. According to doctors, peptic ulcers are usually caused by bacterial stomach infections. Symptoms can include burning stomach pain, bloating, heartburn, and nausea. During a May performance in Amsterdam, Springsteen fell on stage while climbing steps with a guitar. Appearing unharmed, he continued his show that night. Springsteen's worldwide tour this year has drawn big crowds and big names. Former First Lady Michelle Obama even joined the 22-time Grammy winner on stage at a show in Barcelona in April. Fans who had been looking forward to the shows this month sending well wishes and hoping for more glory days ahead. I don't know who has the better time, Springsteen or the crowd. At any rate, he had already planned to take the month of October off. His next performance date with the band is scheduled for November 3rd in Vancouver. And at the end of September, he turns 74. You're a big Springsteen fan. I've been to maybe 40 shows. Wow. Wow. Love it. Hope the boss gets better soon. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Thank Thank you, Ann. Thank you so much. All right. 717. Let's turn to Mr. Roker rest of the forecast. Well, in the Northeast, our heat's going to get better soon. Unfortunately, it's going to come with a cost. We've got a cold front that's going to bring in some severe weather this afternoon into this evening. 25 million people from Burlington, Vermont, all the way down to Charlottesville. Low tornado risk, but wind gusts of up to 60 miles per hour, damaging hail. And then for tomorrow, more of the same into the Northeast with damaging wind gusts and damaging hail. Probably some airport delays from I-95 corridor from Boston down to Washington. And that is your latest weather. Guys? Al? Thank you so much. The NFL season kicking off tonight. Kaylee Hartung, right where she belongs, live at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City to launch our party. Hi, Kaylee. Hey, guys. Good morning. Chiefs Kingdom is still riding high off that last Super Bowl win. They're second in just four years, and they are hyped to get back to work defending that title. But coming up, we'll tell you about the two-star players they may be taking the field without here tonight as the Detroit Lions come hungry for an upset. All right, Kaylee. Plus, how cool is this, guys? Simone Biles, she's going to join us live. It's her first interview since she crushed it. She's got a big comeback going on. So what's next for this superstar? Will we see her in Paris? Yes. Maybe gold? Yes, sir. We think so. We're going to chat with Simone about that and a lot more. But first, this is today on NBC. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is 
constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back. Check it out. 7.30. By by the way, we're counting down to what could be one of our biggest concerts ever. Music sensation Olivia Rodrigo. She will be out there, this Grammy winner, live on the plaza tomorrow. She's going to be performing some of her biggest hits. We're going to see Camping Out. It's already started. Oh, there you go. I was told earlier they were already camping out. There you go. Um, Yeah, don't try to go get fan passes. It's sold out. (laughs) Sold out. Uh, By the way, speaking of special events, we should mention Savannah had to leave early. It's her kid's first day of school, so best of luck to Bale and Charlie. Uh, Another big event happening today. After seven long months, it's back, y'all. Football night in America. You know where the place to be is? You know. Arrowhead Stadium. The NFL season kicking off at the home of the reigning Super Bowl champion Chiefs. It'll all be right here on NBC tonight. Kaylee Hartung is there in Kansas City for us. Hey, Kaylee. Hey, good morning, guys. You hear how quiet it is in this stadium right now? Yeah, don't get used to that. This will not last in just a few hours. This place is going to be absolutely wild, especially when the Chiefs unveil their latest Super Bowl banner. This team has been so dominant in recent years, but now a young and really exciting Detroit Lions team is coming to town, hoping to wreck the party. It's football night in America. Tonight, a new NFL season kicks off in Kansas City as Chiefs Kingdom gears up to defend their Super Bowl title. We run in the back, back to back. I love you. You don't sit down the whole entire game. I mean, if if you can't stand up for three hours, you probably shouldn't go. With superstar quarterback Patrick Mahomes at the helm, they've won two championships in the last four years. But no team has won back-to-back in nearly two decades. Coming to the electric environment of Arrowhead Stadium are the Detroit Lions. After their first winning season in five years, they're in unfamiliar territory as favorites to win their division. And a new era begins in New York. Aaron Rodgers trading shades of green, leaving the Packers to join the Jets, where they're desperate to end the longest playoff drought in the NFL. A huge test out of the gate, facing the Buffalo Bills' high-powered offense, a team energized by the return of DeMar Hamlin around the league, who's not playing, causing even more drama. Here in Kansas City, their best defensive player, Chris Jones, is holding out in a contract dispute. The Chiefs' most valuable offensive weapon, Travis Kelsey, making this plea on his podcast earlier this week. Chris, can you please come back? You're really scaring me, man. I really want to get another Super Bowl ring with you, brother. This is me bargaining you to just come back and play football for the Chiefs. But now Kelsey's status tonight is in doubt, too after hyperextending his knee in practice Tuesday. His mom, Donna, known affectionately as Mama Kelsey, speaking for all Chiefs fans. What would it take for this season to top last? Oh, definitely another Kelsey Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think about that? Yeah, Chiefs would like that so long as there's the same outcome. We will see all the pomp and circumstance here tonight and perhaps even some fireworks on the field. So the last time that these two starting quarterbacks faced off, I'm talking about Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes, it was an absolute shootout. They combined for 11 touchdowns. It was one of the highest scoring games in the history of the NFL. So 
Get your popcorn ready, guys. We ready, Kaylee. All right, let's bring in the man of the hour right there in Kansas City, the voice of Sunday Night Football, our pal Tariko. Uh, Mike, it's so good to see you. I, I know you didn't sleep. It's probably like a kid on the first day of school. Couldn't wait for, for opening day. How you feeling? Yeah, Happy New Year. This is our new year, guys, right? It gets started. You're, you're exactly right, Hoda. I had to get up for the show this morning. I was up an hour and a half earlier. These are the exciting days. You know, you go all eight months without football for the games to be back, especially to have the Chiefs at Arrowhead where Kaylee was. And as she said, that's as loud a stadium as there is in the NFL and the upstart Lions. Great way to start the season. So let's talk about the game tonight, Mike. I mean, you've got the best quarterback in the NFL. You've got yeah. uh, the defending NFL champs uh, going up against the Lions. Lions barely missed the playoffs last year. Who do you like tonight? Who do you like this season? Well, we'll start with the game tonight. I think what Kaylee hit on is exactly where we're going expecting a high-scoring game. The highest-scoring games in the NFL last year were the games that the Lions played in, second, the games the Chiefs played in. So two high-powered offenses early in the season. I think we'll see that. Will Travis Kelsey play? It's going to be one of the big questions. He's supposedly getting checked out this morning. We'll find out when we get over to the stadium late this afternoon. As for the season, I think we have an idea who the good teams are. Kansas City and Cincinnati, Buffalo, maybe the Jets, in the AFC and in the NFC, San Francisco, Philadelphia, the Cowboys, who we see Sunday night against the Giants. If anyone other than those seven or eight teams gets to the Super Bowl, it'll be one of those little Cinderella runs. And the folks in Detroit are saying, why not us? <laughs> they say it every season. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> Just real quick about Travis Kelsey for a second. Yeah. If he doesn't play, what kind of an impact will it have on the team tonight, do you think? Big Hoda, because every time Patrick Mahomes does his magic, throws off that Superman cape, runns around looking for somebody, it's usually 87, Travis Kelsey. Uh, They have such a unique bond, and they play so well together. Those two guys not on the field together makes it a little bit easier to defend the rest of the talented Chiefs. So Mahomes will be missing that guy who he really needs to get to when it matters. All right. Do you remember, uh, Tariqa, when Craig dressed up as Patrick Mahomes? No. Do you remember that day, that Halloween? He doesn't remember. It, he doesn't remember? It was big. How's Dell feeling, by the way? <laughs> Dell's very excited. Dell's pumped? He's, he, 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 you would be hard pressed to find the fourth grader more excited about the start <laughs> well, of football season. All right. Let him stay up. That, yeah, that's uh, a late game, Mike. Well, well all right, Tariqa. Look at oh, Tariqo. Good to see you, brother. All right. We'll see you guys you tonight. Guys see we will see Mike yeah. tonight. The big NFL kickoff. That's the battle between the Chiefs and the Lions. Coverage starts at 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. You hit the nail on the head for Tariqo. It's like the first day of school. So happy, He's man. so Pumped. excited. The soundtrack of Sunday nights. Uh, still ahead. We're throwing a wedding mm-hmm. on a Thursday morning. You might remember Mindy and Ben. They got engaged in our plaza back on Valentine's Day this morning. They've returned to the plaza to say I do. And Mindy's getting ready for that big oh, ceremony. Oh, it's beautiful. Hoda Coppy's getting ready for the big ceremony because Reverend Coppy <laughs> is going to be officiating another wedding. I'm looking forward to that. But first, you guys, something so, so special. This woman, come on, our friend, the legendary gymnast, Simone Biles. She's joining us live. We're going to talk about another big comeback, maybe the next Olympics. Maybe we'll talk about her wedding, too. We got a wedding theme cooking. All right, we'll talk about that and more coming up right after this.
Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. This Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around I mean, the country. It is the twists, the turns, the With craziness. the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. Just You'll just get fresh easy. insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay in the, the know and up-to-date. So tell us what he said. It Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. And she's back, Simone Biles, making her comeback to competitive gymnastics at the U.S. Classic last month. So far, it's been such an incredible return to the sport that she dominated for a decade, including a record eighth national title. And she's winning in life, too. Did we mention Simone's a newlywed? I mean, and she's live from her gym in Spring, Texas. Simone, good morning. Good morning. Um, Can I just say something? (laughs) Watching that. Little tiny 20 second clip had my heart pounding. I'm sure yours was out of your chest. (laughs) How did you feel in that moment when you were gearing up for that vault? Yeah, I was really excited to debut it again. I did it in 2021, but to have it consistent enough to compete it at every competition going into this year felt really good. So I'm feeling really good about this time around. Let's recap, shall we? Huge comeback. You took a two-year break. (laughs) You won the U.S. Classic. You won the U.S. Championships. You score record eighth national title. You completely nailed a skill in the vault that no other woman in the world can do. You know what? You, I was wondering, are you going to go back a little bit cautiously or are you, you going to dive in the deep end? You dove in the deep end. Was that kind of your strategy going yeah. in? Um, I think we have to be a little bit more cautious about how we do things. So everything that we're doing um, leading up to this next games or whatever is very intentional. So we've kind of been playing it on the down low this time, making sure mentally and physically um, – are both intact. So I think it'll be different, but it'll be good. How, uh, let me ask you that. How are you a different gymnast today than you were back in Tokyo? Well, I think I have to take care of myself a little bit more and listen to my body and making sure that I'm making time for the important things in my life rather than before. It was just like, go, go, go. And then making, um, time after. And this time around, it's like being intentional, going to therapy, making sure everything is aligned so that I can do the best in 
in the gym and be like a good wife, good daughter, good friend, all of the good things. Look at you. Okay. I want to get to the good wife, good daughter, and all the good things in just one second. So in <laughs> Tokyo, we remember, you remember, obviously, it was the twisties that happened. Mm-hmm. So how did you work yes. your way through that so that gearing up for these last mm-hmm. couple of champ- uh, championships, you felt calm inside? Yeah, a lot of trust in my coach, my teammates, myself, most importantly, coming in that gym and making sure I'm doing those numbers, the repetitions, feeling confident in them. And, you know, there were times when I would come in the gym and I'd be like, you know what? No, I don't think this is going to work. And then I was like, no, I'm going to give it another day. I'm going to give it another day. So I think just showing up and putting that work and that effort in really, um, really came to play. So as long as I showed up for another day and kept putting that work in, then it kind of went down and dwindled. So right now I'm feeling really good. I think I still sometimes doubt myself, um, but I'm still doing my therapy and making sure everything's aligned. Wow. It it feels super aligned. It really does. So if I had $5 in my hand and I was going to Vegas and I'm like, I'm going to bet on whether Simone will go to the Olympics (laughs) or not, where would I put my five bucks? The yay or the nay? (laughs) Right now, I would say um, that's the path that I would love to go. So I wouldn't mind if you put it in the yay section. She's going to Paris. We were were hoping that was the case. Can we um, talk about the rest of your awesome life? You are a newlywed. Um, Just how has married life been? Yeah, unfortunately, we're actually long distance and we started long distance like less than a week (laughs) before we were while we were married. Um, Right after Cabo, he went to Green Bay and he signed. And then like two days later, he was up there. So it's been different, but at least we're both busy and focusing on our respective sports. So it's been nice and we cherish the moments that we get together. Um, So he's Mm. doing great out in Green Bay. He has his first game against Chicago this week. So you're such a good cheerleader for him. I know we've seen you on the field there. How fun is that? Um, Wait, you're also uh, you've also got kind of a new line of clothing out Athleta. Tell us about that. Yes. Yes, Athleta Girl. It's to inspire the girls going back to school. So we put some quotes on it, and these ones say, because I can. And hopefully every kid recognizes that when they put on that item of clothing. Um, the colors are very beautiful. We kind of have like a lavender and then like a reddish oranges. But we just want the girls to feel comfort- comfortable and confident going back to school while I go back to gym. By the way, that's your theme, girl, because I can, because I can. We <laughs> got our you. tickets to Paris. So yes. Craig's here. Al's here. Uh, we are ready to, to go see to see Paris. It. So we just are well, looking forward to I can't wait to, to oh. see my Today family. Oh, yes. well, we love you. Will you please give our love to Nellie and Ron? Uh, is your mom around or is yes, she? Yes, she's actually right here. Come here. Hi, mom. Yes, come we on, just mom. need Nellie for one. Come on, mom. Please. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she can't hear us. She's but, right here. Oh, she is? Mom? Wait. Hey! Oh, good morning. Good morning. Nellie. Good morning. Nellie, we love you. I'm sorry that I uh, obsessively text you, you when your daughter is competing, she's but I can't she help myself. She texts you while she's competing. <laughs> Thank you, Luna. All love right. you, too. Much love. We love you. <laughs> we love you. We love you. All right, Simone. We'll see you soon, yes. okay? Okay, see you guys. Thank you so much. Bye, honey. We love All that right. Woman. Love her. She, she's the best. Best. Yeah. best. The gold standard, not just and in her sport. Just in life. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she used to be Simone the gymnast. Now she's Simone 
the wife, the daughter, the entrepreneur. She's got a the lot. The advocate for mental health. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's what's so impressive. She's amazing, and she's working that therapy, and we just cheer on her on. By the way, you, yeah. got, that, you got that nugget. She, uh, that's right. She's five coming to Paris. Five dollars. Five dollars. She's, she's coming said, to Paris. They put the money on it. All, All right. right. Let's go. Wee oui, wee. Wee wee. Okay. Well, let's uh, have some croissants on a little Simone Miles. As we look today, we are looking at some severe storms making their way into the northeast and mid-Atlantic states as well. Numerous record highs in the east all the way into Texas. The heat is on in the southwest. Plenty of sunshine, though, out west. I think the best part of that was hmm. Simone translating to her mother. <laughs> hey, and, Mom. Otis says she's sorry for texting. I'm sorry about my mother. Oh, my God. Let's go, Simone. Still ahead. This is a full morning here. We've got a, a very personal tribute to music icon Jimmy Buffett, and this one comes from the star's own daughter, how she's celebrating her father and the joy that he brought so many around the world. But first, these messages. 